Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. Now, if you want to be a part of the Luxury Lounge, you know the drill. Email the podcast, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's the email, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're complaining about. Shelby, our producer to the stars, is out there. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see we are taping um, via Zoom today. Uh, we had we some scheduling things. There, there's really no good reason other than I was abroad and now I'm back and we're trying to get back on track and... We're here over Zoom. So if you're in YouTube land, hello, YouTube land. If you're not, I would encourage you. I think YouTube adds a whole nother element to it. And we want you to subscribe to wherever you listen or watch this. That's a, that's a part of the game. But, you know, you know the deal. If you don't know the deal, you're trying to not know the deal at this point. Um, but <laughs> so let's mm-hmm. get into the show. If you love the show, share it on your Instagram stories. Ooh, that feathers my nuts. Every time you share it on social media, when you let the world know, and you might say, Jared, no one cares about what I do and what I listen to. And I would say you're right. No one gives a shit about you. But we all look anyways. We're all curious. It's not like a caring look. It's a, what are these people listening to? So if you make it your Instagram story, that's a very like light way to let people know. And listen, I'll back you up. This is a good show. We got great complaints today. I have my own complaint. I'm very, I'm very angry. You might not be able to hear the tone of my voice, but <clears throat> but if you're out there, I am back stateside. I'm doing a show on Long Beach, New York on like a Tuesday night, okay? So it's been a while since I've been to Long Beach. Um, it is like a New York beach town. It's like where cops go to the beach. So... If you're near Long Beach, I'm going to be there, and then I'm doing the U Up Live. We're in Philadelphia, Boston, New York City, Washington, D.C. The U Up Podcast Live is a fantastic show. I want you all to come. Bring the group chat. And then I'm back to doing some stand-up. Kansas City, Nashville, Stamford, Raleigh, Lexington, Charlotte, and I got more dates coming. So, jaredfreed.com for tickets. I'm very excited for today's guest. OKP to the show, original key player to the show, but new to the lounge, Carmen Lynch. Thank you for coming on. Hi, thank you. I know I've never done the lounge. I did your other show, which was so much fun. The dating question show. Always a blast giving people advice when it has nothing to do with your own life. Isn't it feel good? So much easier. And then you can act like you know things, even if you've been dumped 12 times, like you act like you know. Absolutely. We all know for that's the thing. Life is the the key to life is diet and exercise. We all know (laughs) like we know it's diet and exercise, but we want other answers. We want to do the other things. And then when we sit here from our, you know, our glossy perch and someone writes into us, we go diet and exercise and we don't do it ourselves. You know, that's the problem with, you know, it's easy to give advice, hard to take. All you have to do is sleep and drink water and diet and exercise and be nice, Jared, and work hard. And then your life is easy. That's it. Right. Right. And all those things sound horrific to me. So that, you know, that's why people write into the show. They're looking for other answers and to hear other people say that. But I'm I'm excited to have you on, Carmen. It's been a while. Everyone 
needs to follow Carmen. She's fantastic and hilarious at Carmen Comedian. I, I, are you on your TikTok, Carmen Comedian? Yes, everything's Carmen Comedian. TikTok, except for YouTube. Even my Venmo. If your people want to give me Venmo, they don't even have to think. They just go oh my at Carmen Comedian. I like that. I like that you've streamlined the whole operation. They can give you a dollar or follow you on Instagram. Same name. It's uh, It wasn't <laughs> even me. It was, it was America's Got Talent. Because when I did it, they were like, why are your socials all different? And I'm like, they're taken. And they're like, let us deal with that. Really? And the next thing you know, they switched somebody's whatever and gave it to me. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's funny because like things immediately become easier when you have someone just like, oh, I do that every day, you yes. know, and, and this is kind of, you know, bridging us into the topic. You're taping a special. This is mm -hmm. all like, you know, as people know, the comedians have taken their lives into their own hands. I'm going to tape. I'm going to put my own money into it. I'm going to I'm going to be the producer, the director, the writer, the comedian. And, you know, and when we're doing this, it's difficult. And I got to go out and promote and make sure people come to the show. What, what a what a world we live in. We, we're Jared, the hardest I, working, lazy people that I know. Jared, I got into this business to do 10 minutes of comedy every night. <laughs> <laughs> Not to become a promoter on social media that wasn't even around. Right. A carnival barker. I'm yeah. I I am a carnival barker, so I will bark for you. And I need everyone to go. Okay, so Carmen's taping a special. It's gonna be at the comedy cellar January twenty sixth. She's fantastic. June, June. Ju Oy, June. January. What the fuck am I talking? June. Okay. <laughs> this month. Start. Yes, it's this coming okay. month. I'm usually very good at this. June 26th. Sorry, I was in the sun. I just worked out. June 26th. Okay, it's a live special. It's at the cellar. Now, are you, now something I know about you, you do comedy in Spanish. I do comedy in Spanish. I'm doing two specials, one in English, and then three weeks later, I'm in Barcelona doing one in Spanish. So if you have Barcelona fans, we do to Jamboree on the 15th of July. Oh my! So, look at you! Even did it European style, the fifteenth of July instead of I July fifteenth. Look at you! This is. I was just in Barcelona. I uh -huh. loved it. I uh -huh. I. It is my. So I. We do have Barcelona people. They're out there. So if you're listening in Bar Bar Barcelona, Barcelona, um, por favor, ven a mi show. <laughs> so go to the Carmen <laughs> show. Um, you you've been there before, I'm assuming. I used to live in Spain, not in Barcelona, but in uh, in Madrid. And I know Barcelona and Madrid don't like each other. Sorry, Barcelona people that I lived in Madrid. Don't be it's mad. A, it, don't be mad at Carmen. It's not her fault. She's just out here carnival barking so that you'll come and laugh at her show. Now, here's here's the thing. I, I want to see if you agree with me. I, had the, I, I have a hot mm. take on Barcelona. Okay. I think it's a millennial's paradise. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because Barcelona, there's no commitment to anything and you get to try everything. The food, tapas, you can try little bits of everything. The drink, vermouth, low alcohol, you don't even commit to get drunk. You have the sea, you have the mountains, you can travel, you can go to Europe, you can go to London easily. It's the, it is where a you walk into a little square, well, let's sit at this bar, we'll have a drink, we'll hang out. We don't have to get, you're never too full, you get to try everything. To me, it is where a millennial thrives. And I think that's where, you know, where we do our best is in this non-committal zone that is Barcelona. What say but you, But also, but I mean, also all old people love, 
you know, Gen X and older love Barcelona. Everyone I tell when I say my mother's from Barcelona, they're like, we were just there with our grandchildren. Like everyone loves it and they love it uh, for all those reasons. Right. And it's such a I remember when I was a kid, Mm. the Olympics were in Barcelona. So I heard heard that's uh why they built the beach, right? They built everything for the Olympics. But compared to even now, like now it's crazy. You know, the reason because I was just in Europe, too, a couple months before you. Mm. And I said, why is there so much English stand up in Barcelona and not so much in Madrid? And they're like, because the tourism in Barcelona is just exploding. I, I, you could feel it. It's and everyone loves it. I hadn't heard one person not like it. They'll say, "Watch out for pickpockets." That's as negative as. Oh it yeah, gets. that's huge. Yeah. Right. So uh, listen, that's so. I, so I, I, when you, when did you start doing stand up in Spanish? What prompted it? Just that you spoke I, Spanish. Or? You know, no, because when I started stand up in English, I'd go to Barcelona to see my family, and they were like, "What do you do? You write for comic books? We don't understand. Like, what do you do?" And I'm like, "It's a thing." They're like, "You're an actor." I'm like, "Well, it's kind of like that, but I talk and I tell funny jokes." They did not understand it. Now that was like 20 years ago, right? But uh, slowly, you know, stand up because of the internet, they started having stand up in Spain. And I started opening for a friend of mine. He, you know, he'd been doing it and he's headlining. And then I was like, why am I not doing this? Like, it's just starting to really, you know, flourish in Spain. And it was such a challenge, but like a fun challenge, like a game. Like I had to switch my words around and my joke. And then I got so self-conscious because my Spanish is is pretty good. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'd say it's a seven. But uh, but my mistakes make it a seven. And I used to be really self-conscious about that. And now, then I'm like, no, that's what they like. They like that every once in a while I talk like a child <laughs> because I grew up there until I was eight. So I talk like an eight year old Spanish girl. Well, is the jokes the same? The special that you're cha- is, is no, is it, you're not just translating. No, the, so it's going to be two separate specials. I'd say it's like 50 percent overlap. That's so much fun. I love that. And like when I went yeah. to Europe, people were like, I got a lot of people. Their first question is, do the jokes translate? And I'm like, yeah, everything. I didn't have one issue and I'm as American as it gets. I think I'm as a American Northeast asshole as as it comes. I couldn't believe that I didn't have anything where I was like, you don't know what the beach is. You know, like I, I, yeah. I don't know. It was like it was really kind of wonderful. It's gotten so much smoother. I remember when I first started doing stand-up in English in Spain. Mm. And, uh, I mean, there are a lot of expats and stuff, so they understood. But even when I did it in Spanish, I remember one of my first shows, actually, it was in Costa Rica in Spanish. And one of the uh, audience members came up to me and said, wow, you really talk about yourself. And I'm like, well, that's what (laughs) stand-up is. But at the time, they were talking about, like, other things like you know the airplanes and star wars and right you know it hadn't really evolved yet so now that we're all on the internet we're all on social media i think the whole world is like oh you can talk about therapy you can talk about your mom you can talk about everything personal so i feel like we've all we can all understand each other better that is a good point because i do remember when you'd see these like foreign specials sometimes you'd be like oh this is kind of like We've done these jokes already. Like yeah. I've seen these. And it's, you know, if you don't, again, like it's like when people don't go to the comedy clubs, they don't know what people are talking about. And then you're like, yeah, we've done gluten allergies. 
you know, like yeah, we, you're like hack, hack, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> so, I remember well, that happened with my one of my friends from Spain. He came to New York to try English jokes, and he was translating his Spanish humor into English. Mm. And I was like, he goes, "What about this one? No. What about this one? I'm like, no. Oi. We did that ten years ago. Stop." Right. He must have you know? crushed his soul. That would make me feel like shit. I'd be like, oh, my God, I have to go back to Spain or Costa Rica. Well, listen, we if you're listening right now and you're in New York or if you're in New York, June 26th, Carmen is hilarious. You're going to love her. Um, it's going to be at the Comedy Cellar. If you go to her Instagram, Carmen Comedy, Carmen Comedian. Carmen Comedian. Carmen- Every time I say Carmen Comedian, I think Karma, 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 Comedian. Is that really yeah. why? Yeah, okay, yeah, because so- <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. I mean, I thought of it, and I'm like, oh, I especially like it because Culture Club has that song. Yeah. But here's here's the thing I have to say about the special. Two things. It's dark, so there is stuff that's dark. So if you're sure. kind of sensitive, don't come and We don't got friends. this... We got oh, no good. sensitive Sally's uh, oh, listening good. to no this show. No sensitive Sally's. Is, no, we got we got tough Tinas listening to this tough show. Tough Tinas. <laughs> and also all the late nights, the Letterman's and Leno's, uh, not Leno, uh, Fallon and Colbert. And Le- None of that. Those jokes are in there, okay? So, you, so you're going to see stuff that's not from my late nights. Carmen's done all the late nights, all the stuff at Carmen Comedian. On Instagram, on TikTok, go, go, go. The link is in her bio. We'll put the link to the special taping in the bio of this episode. Uh, Shelby, if you're listening, put the link into the bio. I'll let them know. Um, Are you ready to complain? I love complaining. Let's do it. It's the best. Uh, So I'll do mine first. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. Yesterday was uh, Memorial Day. What did you do for Memorial Day? I honestly sat around. It was really nice because I'd gone out with friends the other two days. Mm. And I went for a run and it was too packed outside. It was too many people barbecuing. So it was kind of nice to stay in. Here, so this is on the subject. I am a okay. member at Soho House. Okay. Oh, nice. So Soho House and me packing is a 10 minute walk from my apartment. So my plan was wake up, walk to Soho House, see if I can find a place by their pool. It was beautiful out. I love a pool. I love a pool day. I wanted to get drunk by a pool. Fine. I do understand Soho House gets busy. Like this place, I'm not the only one waking up to go to, to with this plan mm. in mind. I, yeah. I am not I am not delusional enough to think that I'm the only one going, you know what I should do on Memorial Day? I should go to a pool. I get that. They have, when I get there, it's busy. They have a, what my issue is, is they have this, the way you get pool chairs is that there's an eight to noon shift. There's a hmm. noon to 3 p.m. shift, and then there's a 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. shift. And they used to have an online check-in. So you could actually go online and you do it like Ticketmaster. You're getting a Taylor Swift ticket. You'd click, 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 click. 
Maybe you'd get it, maybe you wouldn't. And if you wouldn't, you could kind of plan other things. They have gotten away from that. What they do now is they have a line that's in a stairwell. And they say, get in line in the stairwell before 8 a.m. And then at 8 a.m., we'll let you in. And we'll count one, two, three, four, up to whatever number of seats we have. That is the most horrific plan in a digital world that I have ever heard in my entire life. And they don't even go to the line. Like, it would be one thing if you go touch a buzzer in the line, they gave you a bracelet, and they go, you're number one. And then if you got to the buzzer at 7.58 and hit the buzzer, and they were like, you're number 52, there's none left. Go figure it out. Then I would understand. But the idea that you get to Soho House and you get up the elevator and you just see people waiting as if this is a bread line in the depression, waiting. And you go up to them, you go, so should I go wait in line? They go, yeah, I would go wait in line like a half hour before. So And then you, you go, so you want me at 11 a.m. on the nicest day of the year to stand in a stairwell for a half an hour? Like, are we? have we lost our minds? Why not let me sit at the bar, buy more drinks, buy more of everything, eat and do all that stuff instead of having people wait in this line? It's so crazy to me. What do you think? Why? I need to know why did they change the system? Why? I'm sure what they were finding is that people were checking in online and not showing up and then they'd have to wait a half hour to give away the chairs afterwards. But I think if you're not there at 8 a.m., you're done. I don't even think you're there should done. be a buffer You're period. out. There's right. No- I'd rather you be be that way with the online check-in than in this physical sitting in a stairwell in my bathing suit holding my towel, hoping that I make it on the last flight out of Saigon. Like, this is crazy. That's like 1987 all over again. What are we doing? And there's not even cocaine. No one's even doing drugs. We don't even have the fun of drugs anymore. And so, that's a really nice club. They shouldn't be treating their their people like that. Um, right. Listen, I would do like they do in, in doctor's offices. Like if you don't show up, you lose your doctor's appointment after a certain time. Goodbye. And if you say I signed up, no, 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 801, 801. No, you have to be strict somewhere. Yeah. So this is all in service of the people that weren't strict before. We are servicing the wrong side of this issue. And then what happened was, so they have a restaurant that abuts the pool. So you can always sit at the restaurant. So I go sit at the restaurant. I get in my bathing suit. I'm like, I'll eat and I'll just dip and eat. Dip back to my table. I won't have a chair. I'm in the water. This woman comes up to me. She goes, you can't leave your chair. You can't leave your table there because we want to seat it. And I'm like, at this point, do you want anyone showing up at all? Do you want anyone even trying? I would have left here if I known I couldn't sit at the, you know, the the dinner table and go to the pool. Like, do you think I'm here to sit outside in the heat and eat your shitty fucking food? What is happening? Because that's like a nice place. Like they have those all over. They have those in London. I think Everywhere. I went to the one in Canada and they're not. I wonder if they're trying to get rid of customers to make it like smaller. They're they're close. I I wouldn't think that would be the case, considering they just went public and they're you know struggling a little mm. bit. But I would say they're losing me day by day. Like I, they need me to come on as a asshole consultant. Like I need to be able to judge. Like this whole thing with who gets chairs at the ta- at the pool 
It is an asshole's game. I agree. I understand. No one wants to deal with people in pool chairs. It's the most aggressive group. It's horrible to deal with them. They show up at 801. They go, I signed up online. I know who you're dealing with. They need me in a referee shirt to just deliberate <laughs> whether, you know, a fair answer to what's going on there because they haven't figured it out. Carmen, even a you- deli line. Even a deli line is easier. Take a number. Take a number and sit down or stand over there and shut the fuck up. Number 35. Number 35. Not here. Not here. Next. Next week. Number 36. I'm here. I got 36. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so that's my complaint. Uh, Carmen, are you ready to complain? Okay, mine is about people too. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. Mine is about people, too. I don't know. I find people annoying. Mm -hmm. The older I get, the more annoying they are. But there's something that happens in New York City, and maybe it doesn't happen in smaller places, but people love to stand at the top of the stairs or at the bottom of the stairs and just not move. They'll check their phone. Or they'll meet their friends at the top of the subway stairs. They'll be like, Peter! And they'll talk right in front of the stairs. And then we all have to wait for fucking Peter and Susie to get. And I'm like, where, how dumb are you that you can't just move one foot to the side? So the rest of us, it's so selfish. It it is actually, when I see someone walk and pull over to a shoulder, I'm like, wow, that's a good person. Like you have thought of other people. Like if someone's walking and they just bend over and tie their shoes, I'm like, do you live on earth with other humans? Are you living amongst us? Or are we all just waiting on you to get where you're going? I don't understand how selfish you can be. You, They must live on a farm where there's no one around and <laughs> right. they can tie their shoe in the middle of the cows and no one cares. But in New York City, it's really annoying, especially, I don't mind it so much if it's young people. I'm just like, you're young and stupid. You probably right. just got out of college. But when it's like older people and I'm like, really, you should know this by now. This is level 101 common sense. You don't stand in the way of other people, especially in a crazy city like New York City. You're absolutely right. It's getting out of control. I mean, when people and here's the thing, like if especially if you're visiting, when I visit somewhere head on a swivel like you don't like the, the I don't want you comfortable ever. You shouldn't be. You're in our city. You're here. You're walking. Your pace is wrong. You're and the worst is when they drift. You have to walk in a yes. straight line. Walk in a straight line. Walk faster. Walk and and if you have to stop, pull off as if you were on the highway and you just put on your blinkers. People, I just don't like this idea of like, well, I walk fine. No, you walk horribly, and it just. You know, if you're visiting somewhere else, you're doing it wrong. Assimilate yes. to the place with your. And it happens habits. with bike. It happens with bike riders too. Oh, the like worst. bike riders will go this way and that way. I'm like, stay in your lane. 
It's right. just like a coloring book. You stay within the lines, you know, right. and let other people pass. And when in walkers, when the like you said, tourists, it's a whole family. They take up the entire sidewalk. Now, if you're holding hands, you're wrong. If you're shoulder to shoulder, you're wrong. We're going in twos at a maximum. And if you're a larger person, you're going in ones. Okay, you guys go single <laughs> yes. file. One behind the other. Don't forget and tell your friends or never come back to New York City ever again. Everyone needs to walk like they're kindergartners wearing the reflective gear. I love holding a rope that that should be given to you when you get off the plane. Here's your rope for your family. Everyone gets a loop. And you guys, that's how you have to walk around our city. This is in a line. Hold the rope like an elephant. Three times the first three times in New York City. You have to be attached to a rope or a leash. Right. That's right. Yes. And then you graduate to maybe you can be on your own, but we're not sure yet. That's right. That's how we award your walking license in New York. Okay. So Carmen Lynch is here. So pumped to have her at Carmen Comedian, at Carmen Comedian, TikTok, Instagram. The live special is taping June 26th. There's two shows, 8 and 10 p.m. It's at the Comedy Cellar. The link is in the bio of her Instagram. You're going to have a blast. It's going to be wonderful. I'm uh, nervous. What? I woke up Why this morning. Why would you be nervous? nervous? Because I'm not nervous about my jokes. I'm nervous about, like, I want the place, like, <laughs> bursting with people right you want to you want to bump in you want energy listen listen i was i was watching all the videos from the taylor swift concert and uh-huh. like I, I listen i think taylor swift's wonderful i'm not like gonna go to her concert but like you saw people <laughs> you saw people dressed for the con- like got picked out a special yes. outfit like we want people going to carmen's uh show special outfit wear your special outfit right wear yes. your spanish attire so Jay- <laughs> <laughs> yeah see a, wear your just, flamenco dress and yeah papas. that's right get your your iberian hamon ready so okay <laughs> yes Let's uh, let's get to the complaints. J Train Podcast okay. Before we do that, we love sustainable swaps. Whether you bring your own bags to the grocery store, or you're drinking out of your Stanley Cup. Every little bit helps the planet. Instead of shopping fast fashion this summer, upgrade your wardrobe with Rothy's sustainable shoes and bags. Everything is made with their signature thread from repurposed single-use plastic bottles. Here's what I will say: I love Rothy's. I have the driver's shoes. And they're like a camo look and they're wonderful. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. The best part is I've had them for years. Pop them in the wash. They're clean. They look brand new. So you're going to get a lot of use out of the Rothy's items. They're all machine washable. Rothy's shoes are awesome for that big summer vacation. They're lightweight, flexible, and easy to pack. That is true. So you can afford to slip an extra pair or two in your suitcase. Check out their City Slip on sneakers for casual wear or try their Ravello loafer for a night out on the town. For for the next morning, Rothy's cozy Sherpa-lined slippers are the way to go. So for stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20, $20, $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain. Rothy's.com slash JTrain. Here with Carmen Lynch. Let's get to the complaints. Luxury Lounge, Mercedes Prius. Jared and guests, hello, feathers all around. My parents have a beautiful vacation home in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Right off uh, Los, Ola, Los, Ola, Los Olas Boulevard. That's, that was a tongue twister. 
It's mm-hmm. such a nice place for my husband and I to visit when we need a mini vacation from Northern Virginia. However, my dad recently bought my mom an all-electric Mercedes that only goes for 80 miles before it needs to be charged again. Apparently, it's one of the first electric cars Mercedes had out there, and my dad said he got a good deal on it. No kidding. It only goes 80 miles. As mm-hmm. a town car, it's great. It takes us to the beach and back, but we can't go anywhere else without having to find a charging station. My dad once suggested we go to Key West when visiting key west is at least four hours and lord knows how many miles away thank you for reading girl in the mercedes prius what do you think are you asking me right now what do i Mm -hmm. think they need is there like a a charger you know how like on your phone you can have a charger (coughs) and you can bring a charger they don't have those for cars right well, I don't know. That's the problem. They, you don't want the first edition of anything. I don't want the first iPhone. I don't want the first Mercedes True. Prius. I, you know, and I agree with you. Bring if 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 the trunk. Here's the thing: if you get a car where in the trunk you have to put an extra battery just in case, you're too early to the electric car party. You are too Especially, early. Especially yes, when there are alligators in the area. <laughs> right. I think. Or- or crocodiles. I always forget which one they have. People get mad. When right. You say the wrong one. But <laughs> whatever they whatever they have. Yes. They have they have living breathing dinosaurs in Florida roaming yes. your highways. I do not want to get out of my car on the highway to have to recharge my iPhone car so that I can get to Key West. And here's the more important part. Are you ready? I'm when ready. you visit your family, you need a car. You need a car that works. You need a car that doesn't involve your parents. You cannot visit your parents unless there is a vehicle because what ends up happening, are you using the car? Am I using the car? Oh, I got to go to the doctors. I'll be back in an hour. They're back in seven hours. You are better off renting a car. And the problem they have is now if they did rent a car, if they show up to their beautiful place in Fort Lauderdale and they go, mom, pops, we're here for the weekend. They go, oh, and we rented a car. Your parents are going to go, you rented a car, but we have the iPhone car. We have the, (laughs) what are you doing? The old car. Right. We got that car that that goes 10 feet. You you don't, you're going to waste your money and then you get accused of being frivolous. You get accused of being the waster because you're renting, you're spending money on the rented car when in reality, their Mercedes Prius is nothing. It doesn't help. It, it, it is a it is a mirage. It is it, it is a fake car. It is as good as a as as a Power Wheels at this point. And a Power Wheels ain't getting you to Key West. This is horrible. It sounds like the Fred Flintstone car. That right. slow car. My dad uh, used to be the underdog uh, of everything that was new and exciting that was not working. So I understand <laughs> this. Like when the VCR, I'm aging myself, but when the VCR came out, he got the beta, the Betamax. No, I don't want beta. I don't want anything brand new. I, like I, I remember growing up, like I, you get like the, I, I was one of the people that like I, as a young kid, I was like, I want the virtual reality, you know, the Nintendo glove, you know, where you could do the, ver- and then yes, it's like, yes. and then you can't do anything with it. Then Wii comes out and you're like, I should have waited on Wii. I was wasting my money. Yeah, you, you're right. You don't want to get anything new. Just wait. I would always bring a car. And plus, if you use the the charging car, you don't know if the person previous to you charged the... I don't want to be responsible for making sure the car is charged all the time. 
ever. Oh my God, that is a big parent thing too. You didn't charge the car? What are you? You just leave a car on empty? No, uh-huh. I, <laughs> if I'm this person, and most importantly, they need to dibs the old car, the gas car, and you say to your parents, you guys, you 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 drive the Mercedes. It's more comfortable. You have to push them towards the Mercedes that only goes for 80 miles. They need to experience how horrific it is to be out of battery on the highway because they'll never, they'll always blame you, not the car. They'll go, it's That's brand a- new. They need to feel the pain of this shitty car. That's a brilliant idea. Make them go to a place that's further than 80 right. miles and yes. let them fail. Let them yes. die on the highway and you're a mile behind them and right. let them wait, wait fit 10 or 15 minutes. So they suffer a little bit, you know, let out and, 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 then, and well, before you show up, let out a live alligator ah! when, <laughs> when they try to charge it. Now that alligator comes out chomping and they're freaking out. Re- you really need to uh, uh, tattoo this memory to their brain. You need you need live alligator, a bunch of snapping turtles. Really let the whole wildlife of Florida out and sick them on your parents when the car runs out of battery and then you show up with, you know, you know one of the that gator tamers, he takes care of the gator, you put the parents in the car, you see you say to them, "See, this was a bad purchase." Be- Big mistake, big mistake, and bring a big piece of steak for the gators. So the J- gators eat your steak and not your foot. That's right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Carmen Lynch at Carmen Comedian. Go follow immediately. She's taping a special June 26th, the Comedy Cellar. The link is in her bio. Luxury Lounge. Bells don't mean you can run me over. J Train and Guest. Huge fan of the pod. Forever grateful. For the safe space to complain, I'll get right into it. I'm writing to you as I finish up a nice run on the Beltline in Atlanta. One of my favorite ways to wind down on Sundays after a big weekend of indulging in all the things. You ever been to the, you've been to Atlanta, Carmen, I'm sure. Only once, and it was a million years ago, and I thought I was going to get mugged because the streets were empty, and no one was around to mug me, but there's something about an empty street that's creepier than like a crowded you know, late night in New York. Like, I, there's no one I around. I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you because there's some cities you get to, like, you'll go to, like, Cleveland. You'll be like, does anyone live here? What's going yes. on? And then you're like, what is the street? Like, you're just like, I'm just curious to see where is the place that people wander and kind of, like, have a walk on. Like, you go to the West Side High right now, it is a nightclub. People are <laughs> dancing. <laughs> And yeah, so you go to these places, but I've been in Atlanta. The Beltline is great. It is like, I think it's like, it was once told me the Beltline in Atlanta is like, it's like the one walking trail that goes through a whole, it goes around a whole city. So it's- So is it it, kind of like their their version of that one we have on the West Side Highway? Yeah. Near Chelsea Piers, like that? That's uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's their Mm -hmm. version of that. And it's, it it is somewhat new-ish, I guess. I, I, um, so, Okay. Sundays after a big weekend. Okay, I've lived here for a few years now, and it's really started to become the trendy hotspot with tons of new bars. They're right. And restaurants flooding the city. I love it because I can walk everywhere on weekends. Yeah, the Beltline takes you through the whole city, so you can, like, walk to bars. Um, 
Uh, I can walk everywhere on weekends. Although what I don't love is the influx of people on scooters that has come with it. Not to mention the authority that these people on scooters think they have to run others over. Specifically, the bird scooters have bells that tend to make people believe that if they ring the bell, they are justified in running you over. I think it's supposed to be more of a heads up than a last minute ping to let someone know you're practically on your heels. I mean, it's hard enough to motivate myself to go on a run in the first place. And now I have to worry about being bulldozed by uh, by some reckless dude on a skateboard or a scooter. What's the solution here to get people to use the bells the right way? Or at what point can we just get rid of the damn scooter so I can run in peace? Thanks for letting me vent. Keep spreading the laughs and hope you can make it to Atlanta soon. Just trying to burn off the espresso martinis. Carmen Lynch, what do you think? I mean, look, there's a lot of transportation going on right now all over. I live in Queens and next to the park. And there's bike lanes and people walk on the bike lanes and people bike on the walk lanes. No one's paying attention. Right. We got to really be, stay strict and stay on your path. They need to have like a scooter lane and a whatever, because more things are going to come out now in, in 2028. There's going to be some like air sh- car. Hoverboard, driving. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it's and also what they didn't mention in their email and the real icing on the cake here is the headphones. So oh we're, my God. we're all on moving vehicles, deaf, like without being able to hear, like we're not aware. There's no spatial awareness. So the person on the, on the, on the, on the bird scooters ringing their bell thinking, well, if I can hear it, you can hear it, but you got headphones in, they got headphones and no one can hear anything. And it's a, it's a mess. And again, it goes back to your complaint. It's the confidence. It's the, if you're renting a bird scooter, if it's not even yours, then you should be going half half as fast as you are currently going. You're not a scooter person. You're a person who is co-opting the scooter community to get to where you're trying to go. You're, you know, the idea that you can ring, ring, coming through. No, 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 no. That's a little too confident for me. Everybody's entitled now. The only people that really have priority to, to in my opinion, are the delivery guys because mm. I, everybody wants their food. I want my pizza. Right. You want your Chinese food. So right. if you're on a scooter delivering, I think you have the say. I think you have precedence. Right away. Yeah, I agree with you. Anytime I see the person delivering food, I move out of the way as if it's a, you know, an armored car and it's the president coming through. I feel the same way. Here's what I would do if I was this person. You need to get a shirt made. And on the back, it needs to say, I can't hear you. Something of that nature. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, because you're a runner. This person's a runner. They're going on their Sunday run. They don't want to be bothered by the bird scooter. The bird scooter sneaks up on them. I'm sure it's their headphones. It's a combination of everyone's headphones, too. So I would put on your back, I can't hear your bell. Please watch out for me. You know, so it's almost like a, a bumper sticker you need. Don't you think? I think that's a good idea. I think, uh, I don't want to tell your 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 audience member to run at a different time because that's not fair. You know, it's not fair. No, why because should he have to change? Why should he or she have to change their running schedule for a scooter? For the, and it's it's the bird scooter. It's not even like this person owns the scooter. You know, like this scooter is not theirs. Oh, the blue the blue verbs. Yeah, blue, it's like those yes. like rental ones. So it's like yes. like you are a visitor on my track. Like you're not using this. 
I it's hard for me to believe that someone's like I use the bird scooter to go to work every day. I don't think so. It's a lot of these people are just like Sunday stroll. Oh, I'll take a scooter, and then it's like, well, if you're oh, I'll take a scooter. You're a visitor on my lane because this is a running lane. This is a walking lane. You are now. You know, and also, if you're brave enough to get on a motorized vehicle, get on the fucking road. Get on the road. Get off of this beltway that was made for walkers and runners. Go on the road. You want to be brave. You want to be confident. Do it with a Ford F-150 breathing down your neck. That's a brilliant idea. Either go on the road or let's make a lane for all the people that are either not from that, from that town or renting or never done it before. <laughs> so basically, you've got your A group, which knows what they're doing, the fast right. people, and then you've got everyone else. Okay? Right. It's like a beach pass. The city of Atlanta should award, you know, residents, if you pay taxes to go towards the Beltline, you get to go on the Beltline. I do believe it's the visitors that do this worse than the people who live there. Totally. Yeah. J-train, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com here with Carmen Lynch. We're sponsored, people. You don't have to choose between your health and amazing hair. There's a holistic solution for men that gives you incredible hair growth and whole body wellness. Take control of your hair with Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. It's clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. So I will say this. I've never taken Nutrafol. Um, I'm sitting here very lucky in hair town. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I Listen, I wear a hat sometimes. It is not. I'm not going to sit here and tell people I'm a big Nutrafol guy. I will say. My mom loves it. I've become her pusher. You know, she calls me, where's the Nutrafol? I need to get more. She loves Nutrafol and it's worked for her. She feels a difference. And again, it's 100% drug free with only natural, clinically effective botanical ingredients. You've heard, Carmen, you've heard people talk about taking like the hair pills that are not drug free. And they say like- they're, they're, everyone's got that joke that takes them about like it, it's like you either have hair or you can like get an erection. It's like one of the other. Yes, yes. Like, like that's not a good way to go through life. Wait, I want to hear about your mother more. So she uses this stuff and now she has like twice as much hair. I'm not going to speak to how much hair, but she <laughs> loves Nutrafol. Yes. She keeps she's on it. She's reusing it. She's reordering it. She feels a difference. She loves it. She really does. And and it's it's just funny to have to be the intermediary because I, you know, yes. I the spon- it's a sponsor. So I, you know, they they give me a sniff, you know, so to speak, right. to make sure I have an experience with the product. So my experience is through my mom and it works by targeting the root causes of thinning, stress hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging and lifestyle. In a clinical study, men showed improvement in hair growth and thickness in just three to six months. Subscribe for monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose and you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men and entering promo code feather to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. That's right. They come to my show with their best offer and it's only only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Promo code FEATHER. Here with Carmen Lynch at Amazing. Carmen Comedian. Listen, we're here. We're helping the people. We're giving them free money. Luxury you're lunch. You're really helping people. I really think you're really helping the world. That's the goal here, you know, to let people know they're not alone. The, you know, this the luxury lounge, I built it with my bare hands. I put mm. up these walls. I put down these leather 
couches. I, I, I created a space that people could go and complain and no one can look at them and go, well, there's bigger issues. No, no, no. There's no bigger issue than your problem. Luxury lounge, inconsiderate construction. Dear J Train, mm. feathers. I live in a major American city and I'm fortunate enough to live in a single family home with a driveway in a fun neighborhood, a true luxury. I was just visiting my friends who have like the driveway neighborhood and I was like, like I breathed it in. It, it was so nice. It made me feel comfy, cozy. Maybe I'm built for the suburban world. I, I literally, I saw their driveway with the swing set and I was like, Oh, Ooh. that fresh air, that fresh air, air, that fine air, and yeah. that oh. space, all that space. It. I get jealous of all their space. So jealous. No street parking, no getting towed, no street cleaning. It almost makes me understand the draw of the suburbs. I get it. My oh. Oh, But this is in a city. My city is doing a public works project where they, they're putting the power lines underground. That's a big project. We got one vague flyer a month ago or two uh, letting us know the approximate date of the construction that it would be on our block. The time is here, and it's an absolute mess. It's been weeks of on and off days of construction in front of our house some days, but mostly not, with no notice when they'll be out front. So every week or so, there's a day where they open up a giant trench in the street or put a bunch of equipment in front of the house and completely cut off our driveway from the rest of the world with no notice. They're set up by 7 a.m., so it's like constant roulette of whether we'll be able to use our car that day. That's horrific. I know it isn't construction guy's fault, and there is no, just no outlet for me to complain. Doesn't it seem uh, insane to cut us off from using our cars with zero notice for hours-long period? Uh, yes, it's crazy. Sure, we don't have to drive to work, and it isn't really affecting us, but in theory, it's so inconvenient parked in bitch <laughs> that's a good sign off <laughs> what do we think of this so basically there's this construction thing going on in their street and 7 a.m randomly they're just getting their their parking is just blocked off so they can't even get their cars out what do you think i think this is a teamwork situation i think you gather everyone in it's affected in right. the neighborhood and you go to someone with power someone i don't City know Hall. mayor City hall, governor, whatever, and yeah. you start to complain because this is not just this parked in bitch. There's right. a lot of parked in bitches here, and they yeah, can we all need bitch a group together. Of bitches. A we group need, of bitches. Yes, we need to bitch together in unison. We have to go march on city hall. We have to yeah. light little candles. You know, people go, "Oh, is this for Black Lives Matter? Is this for you know the children? Is this for gun control?" No, my car has been blocked in by the construction. You know, cars we, lives, <laughs> yeah, that car lives, lives matter. Matters. My yes. ability to go to CVS matters. Yeah, you guys got to go. You got to get a group together. <laughs> this is what if there's an emergency? I mean, I don't think an ambulance can get through, right? If the right. cars this... can't get through, and here a lot of these complaints just come down to fair warning. Like, hey, yeah. give me a schedule. I would also, I mean, I think your idea going, let's march on City Hall, I agree. I, I totally agree. Let's all get together. Let's get the neighbors together. We need numbers. We need petitions. We need to all go at once and knock at the door of the mayor and let them know we got an issue with how this is going on. And really, you can give action. There's an action plan here. We just want a day's notice of where the cars are going to be. So at the end of your day, so every when it's Monday and it's 5 o'clock, 
take two minutes to let us know what tomorrow is going to be and put up on a tree. We'll have a tree. We'll set up a tree that you can set up. Hey, tomorrow, that house. Wednesday, that house. Thursday, that house. And just let us know. We just want to get ahead. We don't want to be sitting here going, oh, my God, I'm up Shit's Creek without a paddle. Because that's what this is. Yeah, it's really, really not fair. And uh, this underground thing sounds fishy to begin with. I don't know what yeah. they're trying to do there. Um, they, sh- they, The city should make a collection and, and give them a separate apartment that's off this construction site where they can live there during this time. You know, Here, cities have a lot of money. so that's Well, here's the other suggestion I'm going to make. Mm. Construction people love water. They okay. love refreshments. So what you do is you go out there with a big case of suds. We're mm. going to get some beers. We're going to get some, you know, sodas, Diet Coke. You get the whole Coca-Cola arrangement. You come out with a big cooler full of suds and you go, hey, boys and ladies, whatever we identify. You know, I'm just imagining <laughs> construction people. <laughs> so <laughs> you go, hey, gang, we got to talk. And I brought some some cold ones for us all to have a nice little meeting about this and you sit down and say how do we make this work i don't want to be in your way i don't want you to be in my way i know you got a job to do i want it done as quick as possible you may not want this done as quick as possible maybe you get paid as long as it goes i don't know how your world works all i know is my world is being affected how yeah. can we get ahead? And I think you work with the because the construction people are like they just want to do their job. They don't want to they don't want to bother you as much as you don't want to be bothered. So I do agree. City Hall is a great place to go to after this. But I would try to cozy up to the construction people. Hey, uh, and and make it simple. John Madden had a great thing in his documentary. I think where John Madden was like, I only have three rules. And, and and he's like, I only have three because I think that's all people can remember. Mm. And I think that's a good like lesson for life. So if you go out there being like, I just mm. need the note the night before to let me, just one directive, then that's something that can be accomplished with a couple cold ones amongst neighbors and friends and peers. You, that is the, le- the less aggressive, I think that's better. Yeah, I was being a little too aggressive. No, listen, City my- Hall is in, I, I agree, there should be a march, but I, I think yeah. before the march. Before the candles, yeah. Right, let's, let's, let's have, let's break bread. Let's have Thanksgiving. This is, yes. you know. And then if for any reason City Hall does not work, I would get even more aggressive mm. and I would annoy them just as much as they annoy you. So at 3 right. a.m., you go there and you make noise and throw a party, do whatever it takes so they know what they're what you're feeling. Right, you park, you go rent cars and park them all on the street. Like we're gonna set yes. up a whole parking lot. I had this happen, maybe I should save this for another, I should probably save this for the next luxury lounge. I'll save this complaint because I, I, I do agree. There's a certain point where it's like, you wanna play? Let's go, bitch. It's time yep. to play. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Carmen Lynch at Carmen Comedian. Go follow. The special is taping June 26th. Luxury. Yeah. I live too close to my work. I have mm. been a longtime listener. Love your podcast. I came to one of your shows recently and never laughed more. 
Thank you. Apologies in advance for the long complaint. This has been plaguing me for a while, and I have tried cutting it down, but I don't know where else to turn. It's not that long. I was recently hired at a mid-sized company in one of the largest cities in the U.S., and I live in an apartment complex across the street from the office. At first, I thought not having to commute would be great, and I could just not tell people where I live to keep a work-life balance, but I was wrong. It's somehow a common conversation topic amongst coworkers to discuss what part of town they live in. Yeah, I would say that's an all... Right, we talk about that. We, you know, yeah, you go to the cellar. Time. Where do you live? I, you know, yeah. people know I live. I live walking distance to the cellar, and I think you know. Generally, someone's like, "Oh, you live nearby." I used to live in Harlem. People know that I live. You know, I it comes. I remember up. that. Yeah. In the beginning, as people would talk about their commute, they would turn to me and ask where I lived. I would casually say, "Oh, about ten minutes north." <laughs> yeah, you gotta. That sucks because now you're stuck in a lie at work. I'm afraid. Ten to seconds the- north. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's north. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am afraid to stretch the truth too much because I'm so high up in the company that if people ever find my address for any reason, I don't want them to think of me as dishonest. Yeah, this is a problem. One day I was on the rooftop having lunch with my coworkers when they asked where I lived. I said, oh, pretty close by. <laughs> I would love a super cut of all the times they've like ignored where they live. I also, I you know, I haven't read this email yet, but I'm like wondering like, I guess, what, what do you think's going to happen? People are like, hey, can I sleep on your couch uh, just a 10-minute nap? Like, what do you think's going to happen? Can I if use you your bathroom it? so I don't make a shit stink <laughs> in, the, in the work bathroom? I'll do it in your house. Right. I, I don't think anyone's that ballsy, but I was so stunned in the moment that I just said yes, but told them I didn't want to tell everyone where I live because I'm trying to keep a work-life balance. Another time I was invited to lunch with one of the top people in the company and they asked where I lived. I, when I said 10 minutes away, they started asking me for cross streets. Yeah, no, you can't. Mm. This is a real conversation. No. This is a very funny issue because this conversation, unless you want to keep it a secret, you would never know how much people really pry to know where you live. And they're just trying to connect. I don't think they're like trying to find a bathroom to shit in. I don't think they're trying to find <laughs> like a fridge to keep their lunch in. But I, 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 I understand where this person's coming from, but like, I don't think, I think there's short sighted, the work-life balance. I don't think people are going to be like on your yard. You know. <laughs> also work-life balance just sounds funny. Cause you're like, Oh, uh, Oh, I don't want to throw off your balance. Are you okay <laughs> on your work-life balance? Like it just sounds like a weird excuse. It needs to be rephrased. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a little it's a little like uh I'm better than you too. Like it's a little like, oh, I don't watch TV, work yeah, like balance. Yeah, I do yoga every morning. Yeah, right. I'm I, yeah totally. It's a li- it's a little, you know, perched. Um when I said 10 minutes, they started asking me for cross streets. When I pretended to not know the street names, they started referencing different stores in the area, asking which one I pass on my commute. Oh, this is this is this keeps getting worse. Why do they care so much? The company allows employees to work from home for unexpected problems that come up. My coworkers, that's an issue. If they know that she's close or, the, or whoever this is, uh, he or she's close, they can go, "We'll just walk over." They, I wouldn't want that. Totally. 
totally. Uh, my coworkers that live far away think an hour or so will work from home on days where they have doctors or dentist appointments. Coworkers with kids will work from home when their kids are sick or have appointments. Older coworkers will work from home when their knees or back are hurting. I don't have kids or medical issues, and I want to work from home, but I'm afraid of being called out for living close by, and I don't want to be the sick all the time person. I started creating a list of creative reasons that I might need to work from home, like having a migraine, but that feels like a very lame reason. Help, sincerely. A person that just doesn't want to get dressed and go to the office some days. I feel for this person because what started as a very, like, understandable thing. I don't know. I just don't want to, like, get into where I live. I'm very close. I get the work-life balance. I do get. But then you you don't realize this is a very workplace conversation where you live, the restaurants near you. Oh, I know that place. People are just trying to connect. They don't care as much as you care about hiding it. But I do understand the idea of like, well, I want to work from home and I don't want to be questioned on it. Even though they shouldn't question you on it. You're allowed to just, if that's allowed, you're allowed. What do you think, Carmen Lynch? What's any strategies here? Several things here. The first word that comes to mind is move, but I know that's a lot of work. <laughs> right. Another idea I had is tell everyone that your sister or brother lives across the street mm. and, and just lie because then, uh, you know, you could be like, make it about someone else, not you. And then I don't right. know. And then you can say you live an hour and a half away or far away, but you always stay at your sister's. I don't know. Did, just something did that you notice. Did you notice it- Nancy always stays at her sister's? Something must be wrong in her marriage. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. <laughs> but it it just it's such it is such a work thing. It's like how many kids do you have? Is another one. Mm. Like people just want to communicate with you, right? And it would I think it would just take care of everything if this person just moved. And if you know, it it, it sounds answer. like a lot. It sounds like a lot, but. Uh- I'm with you. It is so funny. People just don't like dead air. They don't like silence and they want easy questions. Like I'm I'm empathizing with the people asking you where you live because I, I think this person needs to empathize with them as well, that it doesn't matter that much. Like they, they're not asking because they want to know they're asking because they have nothing else to talk to you about. That isn't about work and it is light. This is light fodder, so to speak. So, I think what they need to do is I think you got to come clean. You got to relieve yourself of this burden. I think it's a much bigger burden to lie. It's not the it's always not the crime, it's the cover up. It's never the crime. Yes. It's always yes. the cover up. So I think this person needs to re- announce I recently moved actually and now you give up your real address. I think you got to let you got to come clean. Say you recently moved, so that gets you out of that you've been lying. Oh, I found a new place. I found a great deal. I recently moved. Oh, my God, you walk to work. Yeah, it's great. Um, And if someone, I think to me, if you were to say I'm staying home for work today, for so, I think you're underestimating how much people talk about where you were, where you live and you're overestimating how much someone would call you out for staying home. Yeah. I I also think maybe just tell the truth, like you said, because there is a Spanish phrase. I forget how it goes. My mom says it. But every time you lie, you have to lie seven more times because right. people will just keep asking you. So you have to keep making shit up. So it's just easier to just not lie. And then I would say, yes, I live across the street if it comes up. But then I would I would actually lie about my other house two hours away. 
Oh, you know? sometimes I, I have a I have a uh, like a lake house that sometimes yes. I stay at. And then you there. can say, well, you could say I'm staying at the lake house. You know, that's why I'm working from home. But here's the other problem. Then you're locked in your home. You're worried. What if I leave and I see someone? They go, well, thought you were at the lake house because you, oh, you live across the street from work. Get a lake house. Get a lake house. Get a house. lake house. It's time to buy a lake house. <laughs> you know what? Hey, what made you buy the lake house? Well, I was caught in a lie at work. I told people I live 10 minutes north. It's just a hilarious <laughs> predicament they're in. I mean. Wait, I, what came first, the job or the house? Like, did he move near or he or she moved near the job they said, or they? Um, I was recently hired at a mid-sized company in one oh, of the largest cities. In, so they and already I li- had it live in the apartment complex across the street from the office. At first I thought not having a commute yeah. would be great. Yeah. I got to You got to say, I recently moved, tell your real address. Yeah. And now you can, let's start at zero. You are so far up this road, this hike without a map, you know, no, no, no. Let's go back to base camp. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Next time someone asked, you wouldn't believe it. I found a great place. It's across the street. You will feel relieved. I think this person will I feel so actually too. relieved. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast. Get a lake house. Again, get a lake house. Okay, so we got time for one more. You got time for one okay. more? Yep. Okay, yep. I'm going to give um, It's going to be guest choice. You ready? Okay. I'll give you the title and you tell me which one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Online chat customer service. Google Maps can't get me to Starbucks. Coworker keeps buying me bagels. I like that one. Oh, uh, that sounds good. Dog walkers on the street. We've kind of done a dog. We've done a walking one. Yeah. I've given my opinion. What do you think? Bagels are. That's great because that sounds like a conflict. There's yeah. There's I love, love or that. Something. Okay. Yeah. Luxury lounge. Coworker keeps buying me bagels. And before we get to the email, mm. I want everyone to go follow Carmen at Carmen Comedian. She's taping a special, which also like on the list of cool things to do in New York. Going to a special taping, seeing a comedian like that you heard at on the a comedy podcast, cellar at yeah. the comedy cellar. Who's opening? You got openers, I'm assuming. I haven't picked the person yet, but I think I know. I just don't. I don't okay. want to do it too early because then right. if you're like, oh, I could have asked that person, then I get it. Well, whoever so. you get, you're amongst great comics every night. Yeah. You're going to have someone awesome on it. So it's not it's, it's going to be a full show. So you guys will be a part yeah. of something. So. Carmen Comedian, in the bio of uh, her Instagram is the link to get the tickets. And you make a reservation for the seller, which is always nice. I like a reservation. You're not paying ahead. It's not like, you know, you're going to pay on the way out. It'll be, it's just a right. fun night. Okay. Coworker keeps buying me bagels. J Training Guest, Feather Feather. I'm writing to you from my desk in downtown Portland while eating my second free bagel of the week. <laughs> I have a coworker in her mid 50s. I'm or in her 50s. I'm 30 who has recently joined my team and she keeps buying me bagels in the morning. Sounds like a dream, right? Wrong. While I absolutely love and everything bagel and cream cheese, I'm also trying to watch the carbon take. I don't usually get a chance to decline because she'll show up to work with bagels in hand without warning. We work at a busy law firm, so it's nice having someone look out for me and I appreciate the gesture. But I also don't need her fattening me up when I'm already trying to tackle that myself. I hate letting food go to waste, so I end up eating it anyways. What's a girl to do? Carmen Lynch, I, I identify with this complaint yeah. so much. The The idea of a Tuesday bagel, to me, it's like, what am I, an 
animal pig? Like, I don't know why. The association I have, and I know it's my problem, my association with day of the week and food that I am allowed to eat Mm. is really stressful to me. So I understand where you're like, I've planned my meals. I got my egg white omelet. I'm getting back on track on the weekends. You know, maybe this is a single person. I don't know. You got When you're single, you have to go out on dates. You have to meet people. You have to be social. That involves drinking. That involves maybe eating things that are a little bit more unhealthy. There's less of a schedule. And now... Carolyn from from work is coming in there throwing carbs down your throat. Don't you think? Yes, I have several questions. Mm. Is this person, this 50-year-old, buying only for this person or for everyone in the... the, uh, Because you don't have to eat. If it's just her, it's harder. Right, right? I agree. It sounds like it's just her. It It sounds sounds like like it's just her. Right. And it sounds like she's she does want to fatten her up because who just buys one person bagels? Listen, fifty is different than thirties, and I think also married is different than single. You know, yeah. like and so I'm putting myself. I'm 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 making this about me, but I'm saying like, if, you know, the idea just like some people are like they go to work and they go to bed at six. You know, like, and then they go home and like the bagel they ate that morning is not that big a deal because they're going to bed at six. They're having a, you know, like this is a lifestyle thing. Like they're intermittent fasting. Yes. Whatever it is like, but like, let me have, let me do bagels on my, and you don't just, this person's just being nice. They, but what they're doing is they're, they're, they're stepping all over your schedule, your lifestyle. I, I mean, also someone once told me like, I, I, it is very depressing the amount of calories that's in a bagel. Like, oh my I, God. It, it, I'm it, still going to eat one after this show, though. I don't care. I'm, I want a bagel right now in the worst way. It's made yes. me even hungrier for a bagel. But like I, so there's, in the morning, I notice it with me. Like in the morning, I get an egg white omelet, okay? Mm. I'm like, Alex Turoff, she's a, a dietitian. I've worked with her for now years. She's like, got me on like egg white in the morning. And then I was like, I remember saying to her, I was like, okay, there's a place down the street that does this like egg white scramble. It's called 11th Street Cafe. And it's egg whites with turkey and onion. It's delicious. I loved it. But then I was like, one day I was treating myself. I was feeling skinny. It was a bagel day for me. I made the decision. Hey, can you put the egg white scramble on an everything bagel. And in my mind, I'm getting oh. the best of all worlds. I'm getting the bagel. I'm getting the crunch. I'm getting the egg white. I'm being healthier. And I like sent it to Alex and she's like, she's like, you could. And I was like, the bagel's fine, right? Like I just wanted her to go, oh, it's great. And she was like, well, you know, like, you know, like she kind of went into like, you could do half or you could, yeah. you know, like, you know, like, you know how nutritionists are always like, well, you could do that, but then there's another option. And I could hear in her voice that like, this is more of a treat than I wanted it to be considered. And when I went off of bagels for a week, I could feel my body was different. Just my feeling. And I know no it only took a that. week. Really? It only took a week. That's pretty amazing. Week, I would be like if I went if I went six days in a row with the egg white versus like three yeah. egg white three bagel, different different jam. Totally different. Now that same kind of thing happened to me with my trainer at the gym. Mm. He's like, "What are you eating?" First of all, he goes, "You need to weigh your food." I'm like, "That's not happening. I don't have time <laughs> no. No, to no, no, weigh no. my food." And uh, and he he said something like, uh, I go, well, when do I? he goes, you need to eat healthy. And I go, I kind of do. I just have a little bit of ice cream. He's like, why are you eating this little bit of ice cream? And I'm like, because I deserve a treat. 
Right. And he goes, the treat is not the ice cream. The treat is the nice body. And I'm like, that's not the same. What is this? What is this person? Kate Moss? Who's (laughs) training you? (laughs) He's good. But uh, yeah. Yeah, he's Uh, good because he's a master manipulator and he's damaging you mentally. You know, (laughs) this guy's horrific. But this is what I have to say about the bagel situation. Yes. You have to tell the 50-year-old lady that you are on a strict diet because I don't right. think that's insulting. I don't, or, I think, I, I don't yeah. think that's insulting. I, I, I think you say, hey, Evelyn, I can't thank you enough for the bagel. I, I have a gluten thing. You go, you go, ge- make it generational. I think victim you make it a little yeah. victim. Yeah. You're third. You're you're thirty. You're a young millennial Gen Z cusping. You know, oh, I have a gluten thing, and then they go, oh, really? And then that makes them feel old. Now you're the young kid with a gluten allergy, and you, and then what you do is you say, and you have to, you don't say it. You say you reference. You go. Evelyn, I can't thank you enough for the bagels. I just went to the doctor. I found out I have a gluten thing. And I didn't know what was happening to me. But like, I was just, the bathroom has just been a mess for me. So you go vague. Good. The bathroom yeah. has been a mess for me. I love Something how like that's that. not vague at all. <laughs> <laughs> or you could say my cholesterol level has gone up. I right. just had some blood work done. That right. works too. 50 year olds understand still- that. If she still gives you bagels, I would take them and I would put them in a Ziploc and I would give them to the homeless. There you go. Create a bag in, you know, in your desk. You put it in there. Ooh, it was delicious. There's a bag of bagels. She'll leave early one night. You bring it out. You go to the soup kitchen. Yeah. Now you're donating. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Carmen Lynch, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Please come into my show, everybody. Everybody go. You're going to have a blast at Carmen Comedian. Uh, the show is June 26th. It's at the Comedy Cellar. The link is in the description of this episode. Also in Carmen's Instagram bio. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom. <laughs>